this is a podcast. I'll believe it. I will also tell you who I hate. Okay. Uh, so it is, uh, we are in Bodega Bay on one of our somewhat annual vacations. This one coincides sort of with my de facto birthday weekend. Is it de facto? I think it's de facto. Would it be de facto if it was actually your birthday weekend? I guess it is kind of your birthday weekend. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, so last weekend, Rachel and I went to dinner. Let's argue with de facto yes. for 35 minutes. It means of facto. Correct. Uh, Rachel and I went to dinner at, I would say, a top-tier Sacramento restaurant, and... Susie Burger? Uh-huh. And uh, here's what I hate. People who refer to a chef as chef. Hmm. Now, I'm fine with the title. I'm fine with cooks having elevated or learned or educated themselves to the title of chef. But the description, so we did the, the chef's tasting menu, okay. and everything that came out was... You had the chef's tasting menu, yes, not yes. chef's tasting menu. We had a chef's tasting menu. Everything that came out was, well, chef was inspired <clears throat> by his trip to Spain for this, or chef feels that blah, blah, blah. So Could it be that his name was Jeff and they were just mispronouncing it? <laughs> I'm fine with... Like, Chef Joe thinks that this is a good yeah. pairing, or The Chef thought. Chef Boyardee recommends. Chef, it's like Mr. or Doctor, you know? Like Maestro? Yes. <laughs> Mr. wants to see you. Yeah. Like, no, Mr. Fossum wants to see you. Right. Or I don't know who that is. Doctor called with your test results. Right. No, The Doctor called, or Dr. Smith called, or... So it's just... it. Rachel and I, like, the whole night at dinner, we're debating, not debating, but we're discussing this, or I was discussing this. It hits the ear, strangely. Maybe it's grammatically correct to say, chef recommends, but it hits the ear very strangely without... Uh, it's very self-important. Yes. Yes. And I think as a result, when it's not the chef saying it, and it's the other employees, mm-hmm. it kind of suggests that there's this power paradigm. And it sounds like these people... It sounds fearful, right? Right. Like, Like, oh, Chef chef said with this... Right, right. Like, they don't want to say it, but they're, like, forced to, maybe. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. I don't don't like it. Yeah. So, stop doing it. (laughs) I can't. I'm addicted. (laughs) You work in food service. So, what night was that? It was, that was the last, last weekend, Saturday. Right? Okay, so because yeah. I think I, I knew that you guys were going out that night, and we went out that night too, and we were like, "Where should we go to dinner?" And I was like, "Wouldn't it be funny if we went to Localis and like just saw Jake and Rachel?" They were like, "Hey, we didn't have a reservation; we just walked in or whatever." And I was like, "That's hilarious." Funny. Yeah, but we ended up. I think that was the night we went to Formoli. Yes, you talked about which was that. very good. Mm-hmm. Um, our waiter there, who I like to call waiter. Uh, he he was great. He was had some accent. Bartender says I'm cut off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he he was just very jovial and um, I don't know maybe he was Spanish or something. I don't know. He had an accent. Amanda liked it. But uh, he yeah he was jovial and good service and the food was good. And, like the only time we'd ever been to Formoli was years ago with you guys mm-hmm. at the old location. Right. And I remember thinking, like, the food is really good, but it feels really crowded. Like, I feel like yes. I'm in a Manhattan It was a very narrow, yeah, it was very small And so space. it was nice to go there and, I don't know, like, there are, rest, there, East Sac is getting a lot of quality restaurants. Yes, um, they are. And... Some friends of mine just went to the opening of Alora. I'm very excited about that. 
You probably never, never saw Master of None. No. But in the first episode of season two... Uh, wait, is in, that the season sorry? Yeah. I did watch the first episode. Of season two? Of season one. Okay. So in season two... It was not... I was not... He, goes, he goes to Italy, and Alora is like his favorite word, because mm-hmm. it's kind of like aloha or shalom, and he goes, he's always like, Alora. Like, just this, the pronunciation, just the mm-hmm. sound okay. of it, the cadence he loved. And so whenever I go by it, it's like, Alora. I like it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, next to V. Miller, they're opening a like Asian fusion place that the chef is supposed to be. Panda Express. Quality. Yeah. It's, I don't remember what it's called. I want to say Magnolia, but that's not right. But it's something like that. Um, but it's like Chinese and Japanese and Korean and whatever. And I'm like, that just okay. Sounds, that just sounds racist. Um, the problem is... They call it oriental. Park, parking over there is already a bitch. Right. Like with Hilltop and One Speed and V. Miller... And some yoga place and chocolate fish, chocolate fish, yep. like I don't know how it's hardware store work with parking. Yeah, um, but whatever. well, you live in an up and coming neighborhood. Yeah, that's 120 it's, years old. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm excited for. I read an article like a month or two ago about how Sacramento, like as a global food place, is coming up, and how like it's never going to be like San Francisco. But a lot of chefs really like it because the food is so local. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like we have the freshest food of like any city. Basically. I'm just coining this phrase now. It's like it goes straight from the farm to the fork. Ah. Yeah. Or the spoon. Um, and. Uh, or the fingers. Yeah. If it's hummus. <laughs> um, and they were talking about how like in five years um, it's going to be, it's going to kind of blow up like a Portland or something. Like Let that. me ask you this. Now, I, as a parent of a small child, Mm -hmm. I would say Rachel and I go out maybe once a month, if we're lucky, when we get a babysitter. Like, we we go out with Molly, but it's a different caliber of restaurant. How often do you and Amanda go out to dinner in a month? I'd say at least once a week. Nice. Yeah. Um, But a lot of times we go, we like have our spots that we like to go to, right? And they're not, because we go so often, they're not like the nicest places, right? So like... Sushi Cafe is a pretty regular place we go to. I'd say we go there at least once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, Ernesto's we like to go to as well. But I like to diversify. Like, that night when we went to Formulas, I was like, I don't want to go to the same old spot. Like, I yeah. want to go to a place that we, you know. Uh, yeah, I have these vague memories of a pre, yeah. pre-child pre life where it was like, yeah, Friday after a long week, you know, work. Like, let's just go out tonight. Let's just go and, you know. I will say one of my new favorite places that I've now been to four times is that Boiling Avenue Hot Pot place. Ugh. It is great. Count me out. Now, why do you say that? I went to a, one of those places once. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in Orange County, and, and but it wasn't fancy. It was like, I feel like it was in the Vietnamese area, okay. Divey, which I feel like Little the ones Saigon. in Sacramento are as well. But. Well, it's on Howe Avenue. Oh, never mind. It's, um, right, by the, it's right next door to the Laboo. It was too hands-on for me, too messy. Just like, here's a bag of shrimps with eyeballs and things oh, that we boiled like that. and did as it's not what I'm talking so you about. Get, you, like the boiling crab is that what it's called? Like that kind of place? I don't know. Oh, so, that's what I was talking about. Um, do you like ramen? Mm. Okay. Well, so imagine a bowl of ramen. That I'll has, say I don't think I've had great ramen but I'm not like big on soups and, okay. and well, that's what brothy is, so. noodles and yeah. So, so it's a bowl um, and it's got a bunch of stuff in it. Meats, vegetables, things like that. And uh, noodles. And there's you can get, like, ramen noodles or vermicelli noodles, like the rice noodles, or udon noodles, the thicker ones. Um, 
And there's like eight different bowl, base bowls that are, you know, different broths or whatever. Um, and baseball spring training is starting now. There you go. Thank you. Um, and the thing is, the hot pot thing is that it's on this like box that they light. Mm. And so the stuff is, some of the stuff is already cooked. Like green barbecue or melting right. pot or something. Right. But you don't have to like physically put something over a fire. Your bowl is on top It's just to keep it warm. It. Yeah. And at some point, because it gets really hot, you can ask them to put it out. Um, but they're not bringing like raw things to the table that then have to cook. You can. Oh. Um, so like when it comes in it, there's like if you, if you get like the sliced beef that comes in it, it is uncooked. But you put it in there and then it cooks really quickly. But you can get like a side of shrimp or octopus or whatever and put it in there and it does cook that way. Um, it's just really good and it's fun and they have good drinks there. Like they have lots of sake and they have reverse sake bombs. So it's like a glass of sake and a shot of beer. Oh. Okay. Which I kind of like because I think I actually like sake more than beer. I so. feel like I was... So last time we went for sushi a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, I was, I think, surprised that you were like, I'll have some sake. Like, I didn't realize you were a sake fan. Did I? Probably not. You probably haven't seen okay. me drink sake very often. But, I mean, it's not like something... Like, I... I can't tell you the last time I had sake at home. At your bachelor party, we went to a sushi restaurant. Right. Did we, we have We sake? had sake bombs, I'm pretty We sure. did, okay. Because I went from being fine to, when we left that sushi restaurant, <laughs> I was extra fine. not fine. Um, yeah. So. Okay. But I wasn't the drinker then that I am capable of being now. Yes. Anyway, so, yeah, Sacramento food... I'm a fan. Yeah. The Thai place that's opening near us, I'm really hoping that it's not just one of those, like, starter kit Thai places. You know, like, pretty much every Thai restaurant has the exact same menu. Yeah. Right? So... A couple of curries and some pad thai. Exactly. The Thai place that's opening near us, it's called Thai. The House House of Authentic Ingredients. So I don't know if it's going to just be, like, a farm-to-forky thing. But when I went to... I feel like the, like, awkward, stilted grammar means it's going to be really authentic. The house of the... Yeah. The house authentic ingredients? Yeah. Um, So, when I went to Portland last year in June, I had the best Thai meal of my life. And it was very untraditional Thai food. And I feel like because there's so many Thai places, including ones in Isak, they have to do something different, right, to stand out. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it will be more that way. That's like the less traditional, more kind of risky stuff. Amanda's worried. Risky Amanda's worried it's going to be super good, and I'm going to go there like all the time. Mm. Is this where the bagel place used to be? Yeah, yeah. That's so, I mean, very close to your house. Dangerously close to my house. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, let's move on. Um, we should. I, have on I my, still got dinner to cook. <laughs> you do. I have on my list tax recap. Okay. Um, it was like a month ago now, but yep. we haven't podcasted since September, so... Correct. I guess we could talk about that. Um, what do you want to know? Just kidding. That was PAX. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. Um, PAX is the... Is it just game? Is it board it is game? game? Is it video game? It's, it's like both, a game... It's both board game and video game. It's like Comic-Con for games. But there's not all the movie and TV and celebrities stuff. Right, because it's for games. Okay, sure. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, There's few game movies. But like Battleship Comic Con, it seems like a comic book convention thing, right? Right. Well, what Comic Con maybe started out right. as? Yeah. So it is for board games and video games, and they do have like these big booths for um, games that aren't out yet that you can like play test. 
and, or try out, and they have, like, a lot of indie Do board game think developers. Do you think the game manufacturers or designers take feedback from these tryouts and then change the rules or tweak them at all? Potentially. Like, they, they do something with this feedback? I think so. Nice. One of the cool... I mean, because if you're a little indie developer, it might be hard to get a lot of playtesters, and here you have an opportunity. You're like, oh, everyone beat this game in 20 minutes. We should... Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but there were some really cool game ideas there. There was this one... Uh, I didn't play it, but I just saw it. And it's a board game where there isn't actually a board. There's this, like, lantern that lights up, and there's different panels that you put on the sides of the lantern, and based on the panels, it projects light onto the table. Wow. And so it's like Games are getting high tech. It was really cool looking. So I picture this in just a big exhibit hall, like a convention center. That's exactly what it is. To, to watch someone playing this lantern game, do you have to be in the front row of the crowd? Or are there, like, raised areas where you're looking down no, watching? you can or? just walk. I mean, like, it would be we're playing at this table and someone just walks right up. Like, but there's not so many people that you're three or four deep that you not can't for that. see or whatever? There are some things where there's more people where, like, you want to play this video game that's going to be coming out in a couple months and it's, like, a big thing. You might have to stand in line for an hour to do that. Like Fred Savage playing Mario 3? Exactly. But that's mostly video games. He's a whiz. The board game stuff is um, is a lot more accessible. And are there that many booths or whatever where it's not like all, you know, 1,500 people are trying to watch the one thing. Everyone's just looking yeah. at everything. And yeah. It's great. Like, the balance of everything is great. Everyone's so friendly there. It's like... People who are marginalized in society because yeah. they're nerds, everyone is so friendly and positive there. There's no jocks going through giving no, them wedgies and stuff. <laughs> um, and, you know, there's people that do cosplay, and, like, they're really excited that people want to take pictures with them and stuff. Um, is cosplay dressing up like Dr. Huxtable? Yes, exactly. Dressing up like Dave Cos. <laughs> oh. Is he a saxophone player? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so what made this year different... Um, and better in some ways, is that Robert got picked to be in the Omegathon, which right. is the big competition. Um, it, it, there what, are six people, eight people? There are 20 like, people in it. Oh, 20. Still. Um, Out of how many, like, do you know? Thousands of people apply. Okay. No, but how yeah. many attend comic, uh, uh, I'd say 25,000 maybe. Wow. Maybe more. That's a lot. Over three days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. That's random. What's, cra- what's crazy to me is. Um, like we love the Omegathon, we go to all the events, but there are people that there are so many people there that some of them don't even know what the Omegathon is. They're like into it for other reasons, you know, for playing the games or whatever it may be. Um, and so, um, what made it so cool is that it was originally just going to be Robert and I that went this year. Oh, really? We were going to leave the wives behind. Did the wives know? Because because Meredith's like, ah, it's, you know, it's tough with the kids and everything. Well, didn't last year did the Reinhardts go too or something? Yeah, and like watch the kids. The last two years, the oh no, two years ago, Bob and Dale came and helped watch the kids. Last year they couldn't because he was like having surgery or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, Roberts and Uncle came down from Houston right. and they watched them for like a night or something. Um, but it's I mean it's a lot to ask of her. And so she's like, yeah, I'm not going to do it this time. And Amanda's like, well, she's not going to go. I'm not going to go. So you guys can just go. So was, so we had already bought tickets and got a hotel room. You were looking looking to bro out. Totally. That was the, that's how it was the first year. Oh, okay. Just the two of us. Um, and then he got picked. And so Amanda's like, I'm going. Mary's going. 
And not Kelly only that, and Kelly and Alex were able to go and get sitters, and Julia and Tyler were able to go and get sitters, so the eight of us rolling there with no kids was really a special thing. Hey, um, we're here in Bodega Bay with no kids. I agree. It's great. I miss her so no. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> I don't miss Blue and Austin right now, so. Um, anyway, it was... Just kidding, 20 years from now and Molly's <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> It, it was super fun. It's a fun city. There's, there's good food there. We have our Tex-Mex place that we super love that we went to twice. The last night we tried a new place that was a really nice restaurant and it ended up being an outstanding meal. Um, we tried like did they have almost a, did everything they have a on chef? the menu. Yeah. Um, it was really excellent. Um it allowed us to like walk to a place that we kind of hadn't been before. In that so, city. how many days do you attend PAX? Okay, so the first year we went, we flew in on Friday, so we missed the beginning of it because PAX is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. And then we flew out Sunday, so we missed the end of it. We were only there for one full day. The last couple of years, we've we've flown in on Thursday, so we can hang out Thursday night and be ready to go Friday morning, and we fly back Monday. So we're there all day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and and uh, and the, the but the event is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So at what point was Robert knocked out? Like, is the competition all three out. days? Or it is. is okay. It is. So there's two rounds each day. Okay. And he was knocked out the night Saturday night. Okay. So he made it to, through so two he thirds. It, he or made so, it to, to round four of six. Yeah. Yeah. Two thirds. You could have just said yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the fifth round. Uh, was there were four people left and it was like two one versus one competitions to make it to the final. Um, That's pretty good. It was great. The the ironic thing is, I mean, being he was he was one of twenty of twenty five thousand right. people. Like that's he was good. most worried about round three, and he did great round three. And he was most confident in round four, and that's the running guy. How how far in advance of the round do you know what the game is going to be? So we knew all of the games. I like, remember like months, three weeks before. Some, it was at your Christmas party that you knew like this was a possibility. Or no, something. we knew them by then. We knew the first five games. They don't okay. tell you the, the final round until it actually starts. But do you know like this is going to be the first round? This is going to be the second round? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like you just show well, up and they're like, you're playing Super Mario Brothers now. Um, I don't know if they told us the order of them right away, but we knew it like a But week you knew the, the catalog of them yeah. or something. We knew the five games. Yeah. And so we instantly bought them and right. trained. Right. And that was another cool thing is we all got shirts made. Um, Team Sneach shirts and then trainer and our names on the back. And that was nice. Cool. Um, and it was just fun to like... Like, I like traveling and going to other places and staying with friends, like you guys. Obviously. And, you know. <laughs> As we are doing and, this minute. And, like, Julie and Tyler, you know, we've spent some time with them, but it was cool to, to hang out with them in kind of a different setting. And, Let me ask you um, this. Not even Kelly and Alex. Like, we live right close to them, but... Very like, close to them. Yeah. But I feel like... I don't know. Like, I feel like you we don't hang out a ton of time, especially just the four of us. Not enough, considering how close they are. Not to derail, derail the, the PAX conversation, but you brought up the t-shirts. A couple days ago, I found a t-shirt that I had printed for my bachelor party. Pretty good man? No, mine was the groom. Okay. And but we had the all the others were saying a pretty good man. Yeah. Do you still have that shirt? I know I've had it within the last year. Okay. I think I did a... I think I eventually threw it away. Oh. It's like a two-third length shirt. I know. Which is not... It's yeah. three quarters. It's like three quarters, baseball right. sleeve, three quarters sleeve, whatever. Yeah. 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 I know. 
I know, it's not very comfortable. I put I put mine yeah. other than it, but I was I had not worn it in more than ten years. I'd had it for that long. I think I got rid of it. I don't know. If I, I'm, I I'm fine with that. I may have kept it because there are certain of that I of my wear. four uh, groomsmen. I bet you kept it the longest. I don't know. Robert keeps shirts for a hell of a long time. Like he still wears a junior IP shirt. Okay, well I, I'm gonna have to ask Robert now. And he's more of a t-shirt. I'm sure Phil he's more of a t-shirt guy than I got rid of. I'm not really a t-shirt guy. Mm, that's true. I wear a lot of collared shirts. This is like a you're wearing a t-shirt shirt. right now. So I wouldn't call this a t-shirt. It has no collar. Yeah, I mean all shirts are t-shaped, right? Yes, except like tank tops, right? A shirt. But I say t-shirts are cotton. Yeah, this is not cotton. That thing. It's like that wicking material, yeah. but isn't that partially mm-hmm. cotton? I'm just gonna look at your tag here. It's 100 percent polyester. Holla! I sit corrected. Indeed, this is a great podcast. <laughs> Let's get back on track. Okay. Um, so PAX was cool. One of the things we did, we did a, um, a Star Trek VR game that was super awesome and you would love it. And we, there's, um, there is a VR like cafe or whatever that's right by... Do they call it 10 Forward? No. They should. They should if it was all Star Trek based. Um, it is at... I assume everything at PAX is all Star Trek based? <laughs> I wish. Um, do you think there's people at PAX that love games and hate Star Trek? Or Star sure. Wars or like Harry Potter or just like other typical Who nerd loves snakes and people? Yes. Um, but I hate snakes and people. Um, anyway. Back to what I was saying. Yes. Star Trek Which VR. Was, yes, thank you. So there's a VR place. It's over by like Costco and REI. Did you just immediately go to the holodeck? In the Star Trek VR. Um, We did do the Kobayashi Maru simulation, though, which was Mm. pretty dope. Now, is it like the Shatner old-timey, or is it the Chris Pine? Well, I'd say it's like the old. It's the old. I I think it's the old one. I mean, so the way it works is there's four of you, and you are captain, helmsman, uh, tactical, and engineer. And I was engineer, so we each have our own, like, display in front of us that we're responsible for. Oh, right. So I had no idea, really, what the other people were doing. You So you told me about this. But so you don't... It's not like you're looking around the bridge of the Enterprise. You, you are. Oh. you So you you're see more than bridge, just your right in front of you, you control panel yeah. or whatever. Okay. So I can look over and I can see... Which, what was funny is every other character was female. Hmm. So Alex was a female captain. Robert was the female helmsman. They just Mary call them captains like, and helmsmen. And so, right. But it was funny they looked like... They actually physically like looked down and like were playing with their virtual boobs. What, and, Robert? Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, it's hard to imagine. Indeed, um, but it was super cool. So I guess the captain one has like everyone a smaller version of everyone's display in front of them, so they can kind of navigate that aspect. Um, but yeah, so for but me, but you can't walk around. You, you're no, just like you're at just your station. Yep. yep. Okay. So for me, it was like. I was affecting where energy was being placed. So I had like three different things. One was shields. One was phasers. So it was like the um, distance the phasers could shoot. And then the third one was um, our speed. So like impulse okay. power or whatever. Let me ask and you. And I had a limited amount. So it was like, okay, we want to go faster. So I have to take something off the deploy resources. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it fun? It was super fun. A. B, was it fun because of the gameplay itself, or was it fun because of the environment and, like, looking like you're in the, the Enterprise or Both. whatever? Okay. And the communication between the people was really cool, too. 
So anyway, because I feel like there's some like you could make like a really cool game, and it looks like you're on the bridge of the Enterprise, but the game's just kind of like, eh, like it's like, look how cool it is that you're there. Or there could be like a really fun, intense no, game. I mean, but there's some VR like, before, right? Where it's just yeah. visual, and it's like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. But there's the gameplay too, where you have to be tactical about it. Um, and so it's good that it's both. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And so anyway, we went to um, that VR place. Because Amanda had called and was like, do you have the Star Trek Bridge Crew game? And like, they said no. But I was like, well, let's go there and talk to them. So I went there. and <laughs> Did you grab their collar across the counter? Like, do you have the Star Trek Bridge? Well, because I was going to say that. I was like, we have a group of people that would totally come. At least four people, if not eight people, that would come and play for multiple hours. Because it's like you pay by the hour per mm-hmm. person. And so like a like, reputable motel. Exactly. Um, with this large group of people who want to run a hotel room. Um, so it was like, okay, if, even if the game costs, you know, 60 bucks, you're going to recoup that right away with our whatever. And so we talked to the owner and he said, the issue is actually that there's no commercial license for it. So like you can buy it for yourself, but they, there's no. So it'd be like if you could buy Pac-Man at home, but at a bowling alley, they couldn't buy a Pac-Man machine or something. So, so what he said is, here's what I, here's the workaround. Do you like my mid eighties reference? I was really glad that I went there because he was like, here's my sly move. He's like, what I, you guys give me $10,000 cash. Well, he's like, I can, I can do a demo of it and not actually charge you the official whatever. And you just like pay me money on the side or something. So I was like, great. So it's basically, we're doing it, but. We're just saying it's some. You're in the back of some guy's van playing VR. So I want to do that, and I don't know if you guys are interested. Where this place is by Costco? Costco and REI, right off over by Calixville. You know, there's like a there's like a Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. In that complex. Oh, yeah. And they have other VR games. They have like ten or more um, stalls where you go and. How big are the stalls? Are they equivalent to Robert and May's living room? Which is my only VR experience. It's maybe the size of this room for our listeners. Yeah. It's Um, a good pod. (laughs) So, I mean, you have space to move around. They're the size of bedroom three at the house that we rent in Bodega Bay. So there's not a lot of... there's. I mean, in certain games, there's more movement. But in the Star Trek one, you're just kind of seated. Right? So you don't need a lot of movement. There's no landing parties or anything? And you're mic'd up. So, like, even if we're in different stalls, we'll be able to hear each other and communicate. What if it like? What if they made one where you could actually go like beam down to a planet, and they did something where it piped in some sort of sound frequency that made you feel all like weird, like you were being beamed away and stuff? That yeah. would be cool. It's only a matter of time, right? Yeah. Or they just three D printed you and you beamed somewhere. And we actually got a three D printer at our school. Wow. Yeah. So I'm excited to like come a long way from the mimeograph. I'm excited to figure out, like, something to do for that history quest stuff that I do, you know, the social studies, like, making some kind of, like, artifact-looking mm-hmm. thing. Anyway, uh, PAX, awesome. You guys should come. I do think you would love it. I know your wife would like it. Oh, I She would super yeah, love it. I'm sure she would like But it. I think you would enjoy it, too. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to this next thing. Okay. Quite a deter- uh, quite a different turn. From from Pax from Pax. Is this your sex question? It is. <laughs> um, I do not want to have sex with you. I'm not sure I agree with that. Okay. But here's what I'm doing, and I hope you're comfortable answering questions, right? That aren't super personal. Uh, probably. Okay. 
Well, we could stop. I just won't answer them if I... So here, I, I was looking for... I've never a, done anything with a guy. I was looking for a, um, <clears throat> like, a sex quiz. Okay. And a lot of them were, like, female-based. So this one is called Men... I are know nothing you, about females. Men, sex. are you good in bed? Oh. I'll just go... I'll say no. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you uh, ten questions. Okay. Um, they're not... They're not going to be specific or... I don't know. Person... Okay. Well, I guess I know because I looked at... Yeah. But compared to other ones, this is less... Okay. Graphic, I guess. Well, to the listeners, if this comes to an abrupt <laughs> end, you'll know why. I have another thing we can pivot to instead. Okay. Uh, how often do you brag about how good you are in bed? <laughs> uh, never. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Option A. Never. Never. What the fuck? Just went to like a ad or some bullshit. Oh, is this like an online thing you're doing right now? Yeah. That's bullshit, dude. Congrats. Oh, fuck. I mean, who who would I okay. who would I brag ne- to? Exactly. I would also say I'm not never 17. very rarely quite often all the time. Yeah. How concerned are you about hygiene? A. I'm somewhat typical. I do my daily shower and shave, use deodorant and only wear clean clothes. True. B. I may occasionally skip a shower or wear the same clothing more than once. No, I'm A. C. I only shower when necessary and wear the same shirt for a week. D, I'm a hygiene freak, wash my hands all day, and squirm at the thought of others' bodily fluids. Oh. No, I think I'm A. I don't think so. Those were weird. I thought they would go in order, but it was like, I shower day, I rarely shower, I'm a... How good is your posture? Oh. A, very good with no slouching. Mm -hmm. B, good most of the time, unless I'm tired. Mm -hmm. C, I have a noticeable slouch. Mm -hmm. D, I am one step away from being a hunchback. I'd say B. As so I, far, these are not as I sit here. Right? Yeah, exactly. Four. How often do you talk with your hands? A. I do it the entire time well, of talking. Sexually? No, I don't think so. B. I sprinkle in hand gestures frequently during conversation. C. I'm a really do a hand gesture or two. Hmm. I don't know. D. I never do it. So all the time. Frequently, occasionally. I, I would say occasionally. So you're, I may really do a hand gesture or two. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> After a few drinks. How, okay, so now we're getting into some sexual ones. Okay. How creative are you when in bed? A, I do the same routine every time. B, I have a few different routines. C, I have several or different routines and occasionally come up with a new one. D, I pretty much try something new every single time. I feel like that means you're terrible because you're trying to do stuff. <laughs> right. uh, I keep failing, and so. I, uh, I don't know. I would say somewhere between B and C. I have a few different routines. I have several different routines and occasionally come up with a new one. I have no idea. I honestly have no idea how to answer this. I guess I would say B. Does that make me boring? No. I don't know. You've been married for 10 years, right? More than that. Yeah. How much does it matter to you that the woman has orgasms? <laughs> a. Is there a less than really... zero? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologize to me. A. I really don't care if she does. <laughs> B. It would be nice if she did. C. I like when she does and try to make an effort to help her have them. D, I absolutely love when she has them, and make a huge effort to help her have at least one, if not several. I don't know that I should answer this. <laughs> Is there a way I can just, like, answer it 
to you. You can answer it silently using sign language. Yeah. A, B, C, or D. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rachel listens. <laughs> Although, I guess she knows. Uh, I didn't know there was a letter before A, but okay. <laughs> Minus B. Uh, what locations have you had sex? A, just in my own bed. B, only on a bed, but at several locations. C, outside, such as at the beach or in the woods. D, just about anywhere you can imagine. So wait, just my own bed. Just your own bed. <laughs> like, or, I've never left my bed. Or just any bed. Just beds in general. Or then just outside. Or outside. Yeah, so like, what about inside? There's no like but, other rooms of the house? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, or then what was... So the, you're oh, saying anywhere. other rooms but never outside? Um... Because that would be difficult because that's not an answer. I don't know. But I would say C if that was the case. I could be forgetting things. I don't know. Okay. So let me ask you this. Okay. Has it only ever been on a bed? No. Alright, then I'm going to put C. Because D sounds like I fuck everywhere. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. Wow. What? <laughs> did you preview these questions before you decided? I, okay. I thought I did. How many things do you put in your rectum? No, so oh. these are more about you than about your spouse. So that's okay, right? Sure. Uh, I'm super comfortable with this. <laughs> I think it's just. I think this is the least comfortable. It's a good thing I'm not on my first drink. During sex, how long do you usually stay erect? Oh. Mm. A, two minutes or less. <laughs> B, around five minutes. C, around 15 minutes. D, up to an hour if necessary. Three, I, E, I call a doctor because... <laughs> yeah, um... You can use the sign language again if you prefer. I don't time uh, Yeah, like who's looking at a clock? Yeah, uh, I, my <laughs> eyes are squinted shut. <laughs> I mean, I'm usually blindfolded, so I. Uh, what were the two or less? No, Five, fifteen, no. up to an hour. Oh, I would, I would, I would, the, the. Okay, I would think. I mean, it's possible. Less than thirty seconds, guys. Yeah. <laughs> How much time do you spend on foreplay? What's that? A none. <laughs> B a couple of minutes. C, about five to ten minutes. D, until she is ready to explode. Hmm. Um. Uh, again, I don't, uh, I don't carry a stopwatch in the boudoir. Mm. I would, That's I would say, is there, an, is there an answer that says the right amount? Because <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I would pick that. I would say the right amount is. I would say as much as is necessary. I don't know. I may also say the bare minimum, as is necessary. I, so I'm feeling like we're between B and C here. Yeah, sure. A couple of minutes, five to ten minutes. Well, no, it's it's not like a quantity. It's not like, well, there's... It's not like... It's like a time thing. I'm not a, running for 20 minutes. I'm trying to get 10 miles. Or, you know, it's it's not a time-based right. thing. It's, it's a, a goal Results-based. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So then then that would be D. <laughs> Although that would be awesome. Like, well, Until time, she's ready timer's to, up. Sorry. <laughs> Until she's ready to explode with anger because of my yes. inefficiency. Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to help you. Sure. Last one. I'm a great lover. 
How, I bet. <laughs> oh, like that, you don't know. Is that Emo Phillips? I'm a great lover, I bet. Yeah. How often do you have a spontaneous sex? Just like once? Not scheduled? Oh. A, never. B, once or twice a year. C, once or twice a month. D, most of the time we have sex, it is spontaneous. <laughs> I was going to make a joke that I feel like every time it's spontaneous, like, oh, this is happening now? Awesome. Was not, I mean, it's not yeah, it's like... Schedule. It's, it's like, like on the calendar. It's Thursday, like, oh, baby. Yeah, exactly. It's business time. I All mean... Right, I'll put that for you then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is happening? Sweet. Yeah, exactly. Okay. How spontaneous. Da, 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 da. Is it my birthday again already? Submit. Oh. Rank. 33. I don't know what that means. Out of 10,000? <laughs> it is unlikely you will ever receive complaints about your performance in bed. True. You are most likely creative and spontaneous with your positions and the locations that you have sex. Locations like the butt. <laughs> you make an effort to help you love her achieve orgasm. Dude, this is, is this not Is from North Korea? Patricia Ellington. <laughs> you, yeah. And offer lots of foreplay. Women appreciate men that do as much giving as they do taking. Keep up the good work. Your lover will thank you for it. I don't have a lover. Mm. I just have a long-term wife. Cool. And that's a podcast. That's a podcast. <laughs> don't deny me, satisfy me one more time. Barricade me and invade me one more time. Sacrifice me, don't be nice, be wild and free. Make a sex pot symbol.